Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Nathan Fox, that's Ben Olson. We're the founders of LSATdemon.com and our weekly podcast, Thinking LSAT. We've got an email here from Pete. Hey, Ben and Nathan. I listen to you guys daily and really appreciate all the helpful information you put out for your audience. I've been practicing with the demon for a little over a month and I've taken approximately a dozen practice exams. That's way too many tests in a month. Yeah, that's a lot. Like we, we're recommending that you do a maximum of one test per week and you're yeah. doing three per week. You're doing three tests per week and we're recommending three individual sections per week. Yeah. Okay. While my understanding of the test and the demon dashboard ratings for each section continue to climb, my practice test scores don't always reflect this trajectory. Yeah, you're, you're, you're taking too many tests anyway, so... Stop. All you're doing is rolling the dice, looking for higher scores. You're not like you're not actually learning. You would learn more by doing fewer tests, not looking at the 120 to 180 LSAT score so much and instead just spend way more time reviewing your mistakes. Yeah, I mean, look, we were just yelling at someone for focusing too much on the number of questions they got wrong in a section. You're I'm reading ahead here and you're focusing on the LSAT score, which is an even bigger, vaguer number to be focusing on. Right. What can you glean from that? Um, Pete says my diagnostic taken five weeks ago was a 150. That's a great. That's excellent. Di- yeah. Yep. I set a personal best so far of 159 the other day. This test was immediately. Followed by a 153 yesterday. Because you didn't learn anything from your 159. You were so happy about the 159 that you tried to shoot for 160 something instead of looking at the 20 mistakes you made en route to that 159. Yeah. <laughs> the, the mere fact that a score, a 120 to 180 score, was immediately followed by yet another score is itself a problem. They shouldn't be following each other so quickly. My overall average across these tests is 156. I don't care. Yeah, this is not this is not useful information. You're you're like wasting your time, Pete. You're just this is wildly inefficient studying. I'm glad you're with us. I'm glad you're working on tests are uh, sorry i'm glad you're working on real lsat content that's great but you got to go deeper you're just skimming the surface here like pulling the lever on the slot machine looking for a new lsat score you're not you're not learning nearly as much as you could be if you would slow way down yeah he continues my high score didn't seem to rely on hitting a disproportionately high percentage of guesses almost exclusively used on late slash more time consuming logic games. It also seems as if my lower scores had a lower than 20% success rate on guesses. So perhaps that partially explains some of the spread. I don't care. (laughs) I don't care about any of this. (laughs) No, it's just obvious. Like, yeah, there is randomness. There's randomness in your guesses. There's randomness in your like 50 fifties. There's randomness in the difficulty of the test. There's randomness in how you're feeling today. There's randomness in the scoring scale that applies to each test. There's just lots of randomness. So all you're doing here is accumulating noise. Like there hasn't been one thing here. I mean, I commend you for working on the LSAT every day. That's amazing. But you're doing all the wrong things. You got to do fewer tests and thoroughly review these mistakes. I mean, shit, you've got a dozen practice exams, probably with 20 mistakes each. That's 
hundreds of questions that need your attention, hundreds of mistakes that need your attention. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and you don't like, even need to be overwhelmed by that. Just start from today, start <laughs> drilling. So you do one question at a time and immediately review it. That's what should be immediately happening yeah. after you get do a question is the review, not another LSAT score. <laughs> yeah. So do stop doing tests. Don't do Don't do one for another month and start yeah. focusing on time sections and drilling. Three yeah. time sections at most per week. My LR and reading comp scores tend to fluctuate less compared to logic games. By far my worst slash least predictable section. Don't care about the, don't care how much the fluctuation is in the individual sections. Not interesting. Not useful. Nope. What game did you fail? Now right. figure it out. <laughs> what <laughs> LR question did you miss? What yeah. reading comprehension passage did you struggle with? Let's dig into those details and figure out why, like, let's figure out the actual areas of misunderstanding. Yep. Since it's obvious that I need to focus on LG more, I assume that with better control over that section's range of outcomes, my overall score range will become more predictable. <laughs> Sorry for laughing at you, Pete. No, who gives a fuck? Why do you want to predict your range of what? No, you want your scores to go up. I don't care about the variance. Variance is your friend. Law schools only care about your highest score. You're not like a goal of reducing variance is the wrong goal. You yeah. need to be looking at the shit you're you're struggling with. And right now you're just doing test after test after test, section after section after section, accumulating a bunch of worthless noise filled data instead of, you know, a missed question isn't noise at all. A, a game that you struggled with isn't noise at all. That's the LSAT saying, hey, dude, you suck at this part and you're going to keep you're going to keep sucking at that part as long as you keep doing what you're doing here with just racking up practice tests. Yeah, look at this next sentence. This this uh, reveals, I think, why Pete is doing so many. Having listened to you for a while, I know that 13 practice tests isn't exactly a large sample size either. It is over a month. <laughs> and you need, well, it's not a large sample size, but it's way too many in a month. That's just stop. Well, yep. <laughs> yeah, you have. So what you've done is you've accumulated too much data to tell me what I already knew, which was you're in the one fifties somewhere yep. in the one fifties somewhere. There's a lot you don't understand. You're making a lot of mistakes. You're missing those questions. And so then now you for 13 practice tests in a row have continued to make exactly those same mistakes. And that's like, point. if I keep banging my head against this brick wall, eventually I might break through it. I mean, <laughs> probably not. You're, you're not, you're not like the problem is, you're banging your head against a brick wall and maybe we should instead start, you know, figuring out other solutions like, Oh yeah, that game. It's not as hard as you think it is. If you were solving the games correctly, let's look at why you're banging your head against a brick wall, not just bang your head against a brick wall more. Yeah. My questions are, does the lo above logic track? No. Are there any factors I'm neglecting to consider? Yes. Every single one of your missed questions. What is the typical score variance a test taker can come to expect? Don't care. <laughs> variance <laughs> is good. Variance is not bad. Variance is good. Law schools only care about your highest score. So variance is good. Thanks and keep, keep fighting the good fight, Pete. Hey, Pete, 
keep fighting the good fight. Just fight it in a different way. Yeah, you're fighting it right now with your skull <laughs> instead of like developing some tools for attacking this problem. Yeah. You're just bashing your head against the wall. It's like, well, or you could learn how to use the wrecking ball. You know, <laughs> you're just you're failing to see the trees for the forest, right? Yep. You're just yep. you're so focused on the huge big picture of it that you're not digging in and doing the most important work, which is reviewing your mistakes. Yeah. For whatever reason, I'm imagining Pete running up and trying to throw his body against the the brick wall repeatedly. And it's like, someone's like, Hey, Hey, there are instructions on how to use this wrecking ball machine. It's like, I I don't got time for that. I've got to build up my data. I got to build up my sample size. I need a bigger sample size because I've noticed that sometimes when I bash my face into the brick wall, it, it, it takes off a, a centimeter of the wall and other times it takes off three centimeters of the wall <laughs> gets embedded in my face, <laughs> you know, like I'm making progress. I can see, but it's just, it's a, it's a varying amount of progress every time. And so I need to keep accumulating data so that I can learn where this variance is coming from. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> okay. No, you need to attack this problem in a completely different way, which is Stop doing tests entirely. I think you should be drilling, not doing tests. If you are going to do a timed section, you need to then immediately review the mistakes in that timed section thoroughly. And I think we need a hard limit on Pete here of like one test per month Uh, or maybe one test every other week or something like that. Well, that can change once Pete (laughs) gets over this addiction (laughs) and is... (laughs) Now, you know, doing drilling and time sections, and then you might take a test once every two weeks, but right now it needs to be once a month or just not, don't worry about it. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong, Pete, you're awesome. And like, if I saw you doing this, I would want to hire you, uh, for my demolition crew because you've got the willingness to continue bashing your face against the wall. But I would step away from the wall for a minute and I would say, Hey, let's, let's talk about some different techniques for attacking this project. Yeah, you got, you've the, got the work ethic. You got the drive. You're let's hired. redirect it. Yep. Let's stop bashing ourselves against this thing though. And like learn that it actually makes perfect sense with your method, Pete, you're never going to realize that this test is actually easy. You're like trying to force yourself to finish the sections. You're worried about, Oh, I'm guessing on some of the games, but you're never like, you should be guessing on reading comp and LR. Cause you're not, you're not good at LR or you're not like great at, L, at either of those sections. So if you're finishing your accuracy sucks and you need to, you need to get higher accuracy that happens one question at a time by taking it more seriously when you're doing it in the first instance and then by taking it even more seriously when you ever miss a question missed questions should be shocking to you you should be like what i missed that one i felt good about my answer there i missed it oh my god what's going on and then you dig in deeper and you figure out why you're missing it that's where the improvement's going to come from done i don't have anything to add thanks Email- pete yeah, thank you. Email daily at lsaddemon.com if you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT or law school admissions news. Thanks for listening.